Hey guys, thanks for tuning in today. I am super excited about our guest today. You know her from Being Mary Jane, Superstition, Seven Pounds, Hitch, Fifty Shades Darker, Fifty Shades Freed, so many other different shows and other things. Please help me welcome the beautiful, the stunning, the talented Robin Lee. How do you like that? Thank you so much. That was really flattering. I love your smile. She's got the most gorgeous smile Aww. you've ever seen with the Thank most you. beautiful teeth. I think my most beautiful sparkle in your eyes. <laughs> I just love it. Hi. I'm Hi. so happy to have you. It's been so long. It's been so have, long. It's we have to spent time together working together, and it's just such a blessing to have you, and I'm grateful. Aw, well, thank you. How are you? It's good to be here. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I want to get right down to it, okay. because my these podcasts are only like 30 to 40 minutes, right. and I just, I do this as a give back for actors, and I want you just to tell me how you got started, and then tell me about your favorite job, and then tell me about working with Will Smith, okay. and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm just going to overload you with overload questions. with questions. Yes. Oh, goodness. How I got started, um, I think most actors will say, I, I didn't have like a moment that like the, the bug bit me. I'd always wanted to be, to be an actor. Like from the time I was little, I remember asking my parents like, how do those characters get inside the TV? And can I get inside the TV? I remember I have a, such a, a real memory of like walking around to the back of the TV, because this is back in the day when yes. TVs were like boxes. Yes. <laughs> and maybe black and white. And walking around the b- back and looking in, I'm just like, how are they in there in like Mr. Rogers' neighborhood? <laughs> and how does one get inside? Um, and so I'd always wanted to do it. And my parents were, you know, they're immigrants from Jamaica. Mm. And they had a very much an immigrant mentality of you know education, education, like mm. that the art kind of stuff. That's not mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. So they encouraged me to do it in school, but never to pursue it professionally. Were they disappointed when you said you were going to do that, or well, were they supportive? Um, <laughs> <laughs> or you don't it's speak to them anymore? Tricky. No, I'm no, no, no. I, I mean, I. I don't know they were disappointed, but I definitely had to make deals with them. Like oh. I went to Yale for undergrad, mm. and in the car ride up, my dad said, don't think we're sending you to Yale to study drama. But that so, was your major? No, I majored in psychology. Oh, Because wow. they were so like, this is not something a nice Jamaican girl does. Wow. Um, and but wait, like, let's just back up. You got accepted to Yale from school where? Here? I, I know. I grew up in Westchester County, okay. New York. Okay. Like a nice suburb of New York. I went to a public school. And... Uh, yeah, got into Yale, yeah. studied psychology. I did some. I didn't even do theater. I did like student films at Yale. Interesting, but I because guess I was psychology. so daunted by the yeah. I, and and I should not have been, but I, I was kind of like, oh, Yale drama and right. So I didn't even bother auditioning for, which for is plays. crazy and so I know, random because you're probably so more insane. successful than a lot of the people who went to Yale I'm, as theater majors. Knock on sadly, wood. Yeah. Bless, bless, bless. But um, but then I did. I did, a, I did it actually my junior year. I spent my junior year living in Paris and I did, because I had that freedom and I did a lot of theater in uh-huh. France and I did like French, I studied French classical theater and I did French improvisation and it was kind of, it was so nice to like jump back into it. And so it's the kind of thing to know, like it's never, it was dormant for a while, but it never really goes away. Right. It and just so gets I, more yes, seasoned. Right. And like, those are my people. Like yeah. that's, those yeah. are my people. And so when I graduated, I made a deal with my parents. I moved to New York. Um, and made a deal with my parents that I would apply to law school if I could study acting. And so, because <laughs> it was like, it. they needed to, to be but sure wait, that so I had a backup plan. you majored in psychology and then went into law school. Then I went to law school. Okay. 
Okay. But in between, I'd, I'd started acting yes. in New York and continued all the way through law school. And the very first week, I, I answered an an ad in Backstage back when it was just a newspaper. Backstage, that you when it was actually go. thick with a lot of pages. It was thick with a lot of pages. You try to get like Wednesday night, I think it came out. Um, and I answered an ad for a little independent film. We shot it for like a budget of like $50,000. And, uh, and the very first week of law school, it got picked up at the Toronto Film Festival oh. by Miramax. Wow. <laughs> like literally, and it was like, okay. And so then you were in. Did you finish law school? I was in. I finished law school. Did you become a lawyer too? I became a lawyer. I, I didn't know um, this about you, Ron. I took You're the so bar well. in New York. Wow. <laughs> because I thought I'd come so far. I mean, law school is, is so much, it's expensive, first of all. Very expensive. But it's so much work. And I was like, I'm not going to come this far and then not take the bar because there's no right. other time I'm going to sit down and, and study all this. And it's fresh in my head. I may as well do it now. And if I don't do it now, it's never going to happen. Yeah. So I took the bar. Plus, you made a deal. And I made a deal with my parents. Right, yeah. exactly. So that happened. And then I moved to LA and didn't look back. And so, but you never, did you pursue being a lawyer at all? I worked at a all? firm the summer between my second and third year. And that's it. And, and then you it. just parlayed uh-huh. into acting. Acting. And but yes. producing as well. Like, and I knew, I kind of thought like if the acting didn't work out, I, I, could, I could produce or I could be in entertainment law. And so because I took a lot smart. of courses. And Let me ask you something. Because you, you have to have a lot of brain work, being a lawyer right. and psychology. You're, right analyzing so do you think that adjustment because in acting has to come from your body it's very um how was that adjustment it was not easy Mm -hmm. um i do i do feel like law school was wonderful for me as an actor because i wasn't obsessed with every single audition Mm -hmm. and like because i had so much work to do in Mm -hmm. the meantime it's Mm -hmm. like i could i could study my lines go in there do the audition forget about it because i have to go back and do work and which always helps you win those it's so much more like yeah because when you're when all you're thinking about is like well i haven't got to call i was yeah checking and that was your body gets tight your brain right yeah and you can't (laughs) possibly tell what else is going on right it's like i don't i didn't i didn't it was so nice to have that and then it was also nice to have acting because I couldn't, I wasn't as obsessed with, as my law school friends were with, what's your grade? Did you, did you do this? Or uh, did you do this? So you balanced yourself out. It was a really nice balance. So um, after this movie that went to Miramax, then obviously you got so it agents. Came, I got agents. I got a manager. We went to Sundance after that. I had so you were in really it, great just, teachers who let me, I was yeah. like, I'm going to Sundance for two weeks. Can I just get all the reading and all the assignments? And Wonderful. Um, and so I was in it, and it came out that summer between my first and second year. So I didn't get a legal, a typical legal job like everyone else does. And I, I kind of assisted a professor who was very, um, he, he passed away. But um, he was very, very uh, appreciative of the arts, and he was a trumpet player, and he came from, came from a family of musicians. So he was like, I will do whatever I can That's to nurture amazing. your artistry. That so is like, beautiful. So you do what you have to do and go and promote the movie when you have to go to your auditions when you have to. And then when you're here, you work for me. But I really, I think that everyone has the artists within them. And so yeah. people take these other jobs that don't really fulfill right. that. Because everybody wants to be an actor. Right. I would think so. Because why not? Right. Because it's right? So, self-expression. But so many people are not like... You find that. I think halfway through law school, I had this epiphany that, like, this will never really be me. Like, I'm a creative person. I cannot yeah. think. But unless you're in the, you, unless you take it into the the room of. Right. Like, and, litigator, performer. Litigator, right. yes. Exactly. Litigator slash performer. Right. But I, I think that I'm not. No, but you I can analyze. You're but incredibly I, talented. But I'm not. Incredibly. Yeah. Incredibly awesome. So, first job was that. So, that was at first. It was called Have Plenty. And Have it came Plenty. out in the summer of 
to the so, year. So, so, yeah. And uh, <laughs> you look exactly the same I age. Don't. You do not age. <laughs> Thank you at so much. All. No, not a lie. <laughs> Thank you okay. very much. So you went into the career of acting. Did you start studying at other places? Was the training important for you? For the training for advice for some actors. For what, yes. what do you say? Get yourself into a class. Yes. Get yourself into a good class. Get yourself into a class where you feel safe, not mm-hmm. something that you feel like the teacher is being abusive or. Mm-hmm picking on students or being, you know, just negative in, in, in a way that's not necessary. Right. It's not, it's not creative to no, do that. I you could be firm. That. Right. But you have to be, allow the, the person with their instrument to be open. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so, so often, what were we talking about prior? What, sh- what, what did we work on together? Oh, we worked on <laughs> seven pounds. Seven pounds. Will Smith. Yes. Okay. Um, so let's talk about that just a little bit. I know I segued. Yes, yes to training, did. but let's talk about that. <laughs> but because when, when you got like, here let's today, talk about my training. No, but I just I because when you got here, you just mentioned this to me, and I wanted to bring it up because I thought it was so funny. Because I say things to people I don't remember, you don't remember what them. I say, and they resonate for life. I still have all your notes, by the way, like in a folder because <laughs> I don't so, throw anything away. And so those are like, oh my god, everything you've ever given us, all the scenes, I've broken them down, and like, and it's like I'm ever gonna look at these again. Oh. That's so wonderful though that makes me feel good yeah. because I helped no, they're there. and that's my give back yeah. to the world <laughs> there but go ahead so what happened we were working on we were working character. on the seven pound scene and it's not I don't even remember if that scene ended up in the film I think it did it's been a while since I've seen the movie yeah but. and it's maybe it's just that brief scene and you when play just remind me I play audience. I'm sorry I play Will Smith's fiance um who some, there's a, I, I feel like I'm going to give things away, but by now that movie came out years ago. So yes. if you haven't seen it, sorry. <laughs> she, she has a tragic ending. Yes. And it, that's what the entire movie is kind of about Will redeeming the loss of this fiance. And uh, it was just this one scene where he comes back, he comes home late and they're going out for some, they're going out for the night. And it was just, it's just a casual conversation between two people in love, but your note <laughs> Was, was to do the entire scene from the vagine, as she said. And I was I'm like, laughing, what? But it's true. It's like, she's speaking French to me? <laughs> because I do speak French, but I'm like, what is it? Was that a, What's that a vagine? Boat? I never heard of that before. Yes. So, um, But it's true. And for guys, you know, yes. the balls, you got to come from the, yeah. from the bottom, right. from the deepest, deepest form. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, it's, you know. Sexuality is so important, so important in storytelling. Yep, and and it's not abusive and sexuality. No. it's just a connect. But I feel sexuality. like some people want to lock that off, and you, yeah. you can't. You can't block it off. It's just, so I hope that resonated because I thought your work was wonderful. <laughs> Thank you very much. And I got the part, so that was and great. And how was it working with Will? Tell us. Will is um, seems like I a, always say that like he, what person. you see is what you get. Like he's just that guy. Mm. He's just happy. He's friendly. He. I feel like very much a set is reflective of the star and the way that the energy mm-hmm. and and if you've got a star who's like a totally highly dramatic and a queen or whatever and makes everything difficult for everyone everyone feels it on set mm-hmm. there's just a tension will comes into the makeup trailer in the morning and he's like how's everyone doing well, Beautiful. he's just happy and it just makes everyone smiles everyone wants to make him happier yeah or, or he makes you happy he makes us happy and it's just it's a really wonderful nurturing feeling that's so amazing it does he not seems happen like he on every that. set no a lot of sets there's a lot of tension yeah. but oh when there's gosh. not 
And because when you have insecure actors or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, all that, you can feel it. Yeah, but <laughs> you can feel it from let's the makeup talk about trailer. That too, though, because you can get to that makeup trailer and you can feel the tension from the makeup artist yes. who are feeling pressure from, from somebody other else. people. And it can, you have to not let it That's affect the your work. Key. <laughs> you find the your key. little quiet space and be like, uh, you can't sponge. So, no. what do you do in those particular circumstances that Will was so wonderful and giving um, and spectacular, but there are other people that, that are not? I, and, and sets can be tension. Right. I feel like and it's not you. It's not People you. are listening. It has nothing to right. do with you. Yeah. You can feel it. Unless you broke the camera or stepped right. on it or ruined something. Yes. <laughs> then it's you. <laughs> you, can, you can feel it. I mean, especially as actors, we're very sensitive. Yes. You're totally aware when something is slightly oh, off. Oh, you can feel it. So what totally. do you do? How do you, you take just care have of yourself? You to do your job. I mean, I need to find a space by myself. But what if you're in the makeup chair and you feel it and there's another actor next to you and you, you can feel always it. plug in your earphones there you and go, go to a, a, your own special place. Like if, even if the makeup people are playing music that you usually hear makeup people are playing music too. So you kind of, you can use that to escape. So do you like to bring I I always bring my headset to set. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I don't use it just to escape, but I also use it for inspiration. Like if I have to get into an emotional place mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm on a busy set and there are crew moving equipment and yelling orders and whatever, and I need to be crying in five minutes right. and I can't get back to my trailer to do that. Mm-hmm. I can just cover my head and sit in a corner, put on my music and, and do your preparation. And do my preparation. And I think it's really important. And I know that not everyone works so, with music in that way. But, but music, for me, I teach effective memory work, but I also feel like music is so powerful. It's it so transcends powerful. you into yeah. emotional um, connections. For sure. For sure. In a way that... It's almost like a combination of everything. Whatever whatever works, yeah, just like use just, it. Yeah, exactly. And don't exactly. anticipate that it's not going to be and, there. And exactly. <laughs> because sometimes <laughs> it's not there. Like, shit, I need to find something else. But the camera is such a sensitive medium that even if there's not tears on the outside, there's tears on the inside. Right. And, and there's it, connection. Yep. It's all about human connection. I totally agree. And sometimes agree. less is more. Right. Anyway. Yeah. And we just... You're telling a story, so if you're really connected to the other person and you're really just right. in that moment with them, right. and you've That's done all that, that simplicity yeah. of that, you know, yeah. preparation, it's going to be there. Yeah, it's there. It's and trust, there. and you have to trust that if you've done your homework, trust that something will show up. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, what else can you tell actors? Like when you get on set, um, what is your preparation? So, do you go directly um, to your trailer? Tell us like a day in the life of a set, because a lot of people don't know, and people get. Like one time I was coaching an actress. She went to craft service. She lost where her trailer was. They were looking all over her. She got so stressed. It took like 30 takes for one little scene. Oh, man. It was just, it just backfired. Um, so I get the to process? the set, and whether I've been driven or I'm driving myself, I kind of let the PA or first AD, whatever, know that I'm there before I go into my set. Just wave. It's so usually they, the first or second idea, yeah, right? So that yeah. they, see, they see me, and they know that they're not looking for me. Right. I'll go into my trailer. Um unpack my stuff, like I usually have my computer, like I have my phone, I've got my sides, whatever it is. I have a bunch of things, like I have to have my toothbrush and I have to have moisturizer. Your rituals, I have to yes. Have, like, <laughs> extra deodorant, like there's like, like four different kinds of bras, <laughs> three different kinds of underwear. You never know. <laughs> you think, I'm not kidding. Okay, <laughs> like, that's, you know, um, character You never stuff. know. You have to have it. Um, so I've got all that, and I've got my script, and I've got notes, etc. And then usually they'll knock on you and let you know they're ready for you in hair and makeup. I go into hair and makeup. I always have my phone with my earplugs. So um, you're basically, you stay in character the my whole sides. time. And you, and you yeah. stay in thought. Yeah. I'm usually not, 
I'm not the one dancing around to loud music. Like, and it depends also what the project is. You know, mm-hmm. it depends on the character, but also depends. Am I doing a comedy or am I doing a drama? Like, all that stuff weighs on how the preparation. I, on the preparation. And then you just trust it. So when yeah. you have your sides in the room, what what is your preparation? Do you write the lines out a million no, times so you can I'm, see it? No, I've gotten really good. Do? I've gotten really good at memorizing my sides. But how do you memorize quickly. them? How I, do you see them? I, connect part it. of it is connect is seeing it and saying it over and over, but I can do it in the if I've got, if I'm working on a project and it's heavy dialogue every day for shooting so many pages or whatever I can do it in the makeup trailer, just I just need to prepare the the first thing we're doing. I'm not even going to look at. I I know the night before all the things that we're shooting. Mm-hmm. And since I've read the script and broken it down, I have an idea of every the whole full picture. So you're breaking it down first. So, so you've right. done some homework. So you're not just learning the lines. You you know the I've relationships. I've done homework. I know the relationships. I know I'm yes. feeling that whatever. And then of course, if, especially if there's like key, if there's something like key in the script, like this is where we fall in love, or this is when someone dies. I'm very aware of like that being the 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 moment and everything that falls after it and everything that falls before it. You know, and mm-hmm. so. Because you're you're not shooting in order most most right. often, and so I need to know like this is the part where I'm free or I'm sad or I'm holding things back mm. or whatever. So that's like an overriding thing. And, and then the and I have a really good memory, well, so I go. know where I've I know I, it works for memorizing, but also works for shooting and remembering where I'm coming out, where I've just been. And do you have like um, where what's I've just it called been. when you look at the lines? You can see it photographic. Can I do you? have a photographic memory. Oh. To a degree, and I can see it on the page. Yeah. So if you, and that's sometimes you, when I when I'm something is messing with me, and it could be just a stupid word like while or because or something like in the sentence, I'll have to underline it or circle it and put emphasis on it just so I remember. You keep forgetting that word, like. Oh, interesting. But you don't write it out because it's in your. your oh, you have the ability. Yeah. That's really really lucky. So so you're on set. You take care of yourself. You let the PA know where you are, or the first AD know where right. you are. And you don't and leave I'm your trailer. Usually, and I'm usually, yeah, I'm not... Not too social. I'm not that just, social. Yeah, which is fine because that you really should yeah, shut up and I mean, show it, up. it depends. I mean, it also, like I said, You're depends. courteous, though. You have to be courteous You're and kind. totally courteous, but also it depends like what you're playing and who the other characters are playing and what your relationship is with them, you know? And it's different after mm-hmm. we wrap for the day. Mm-hmm. But when I'm there to work, I'm there to work. And so mm-hmm. I'm usually not kind of messing around. Right. Unless it's one of those projects where it's like, you're part of a group and you're barely doing anything. Do you, add, and you have a lot of time, or you need to bond. Yeah, too, with the, like with the other person when, or the group. Yeah, for sure. Like anyone playing a sibling or child or whatever. Or um, do you work on having a behavioral life of your character? Do you always do you, like? I always have like. So there's something this one does, or something this one does, or. She's playing with her hands and yeah. she's doing things right now that you can't see. But yeah, yes, right. Sorry. Yes. Behavioral life. <laughs> I'm playing with my either playing with my this one puts this one messes with or her wedding her ring or, or this one's got a purse or, and I'm very aware of how they speak and where their hands are where they're when they're speaking how they move. How but you don't you walk. find that the behavioral life of a character totally helps is, you get into it? Totally helps you, but it makes it more interesting and later right. adds another dimension. Yes, absolutely, hundred percent. Because then I have to. I have to do things to me that are like, that's not Robin. And so mm-hmm. I'm aware that I've become someone else now. And, but I'm, I, I kind of incorporate it throughout the day. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so it feels seamless. So like I've, yes. I'm just this person from the time. Do you I, think that you're more um, um, uh, Stanislavski based? That you stay in the life of the character? or Maybe, but not to, to not point to the of, extreme. Yeah, not to like a Heath Ledger thing. Like I'm not, not going right. to harm myself or anyone else. 
Um, and I can feel like some things are just, I haven't had dark, I haven't done anything dark where I'm playing like the villain. Yes. But I've had dark things like I'm playing someone who is going through a divorce or in the receiving end of like being cheated and like, and so the pain pit. pit. Yeah. Which in my book that's coming out is the power pit. I've adjusted that terminology ah. because it is power to have all the pain right. that makes you who you are is a powerful thing. Right. So go And ahead. sometimes I like doing those projects when I'm shooting on location because I don't want to bring that home to my kids mm. and my husband. And it's nice to be in my hotel room and maybe just feel like crap and just cry or whatever it is. And not have to be like, okay, mommy, mommy's here, and right. to solve these well, problems. Well, it's easier because you you do have children, and they yeah, kind of, you have to give so much, and then you have to prep so much. Right. So in that preparation, so for me, when I'm teaching actors, and I teach my effective memory work that I teach, it is an exercise, and it allows you to drop in. But then, as an actor, you can't you can't carry it. No, you, you have, have to, to let it, it go. It is the job. It is servicing the yep. script. You're telling the story. Then you've got to let it go. Yep. And are sometimes harder than others for you, or have you gotten um, used to being able to do that? I've, been, I've gotten used to being able to do it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. How did you like working? Did you work with my friend Lisa Vidal on I'm being, being Mary Jane? Jane. Um, oh, Lisa. So many problems. <laughs> I love Lisa. I mean, like, from the very first moment I met her, we just clicked immediately. She's an amazing human being. She's so loving. So and loving. she's like... She's an I'm at the point actor. now. I she feel like does. when I used to when I used to get roles, it was like, I hope this part's going to change my career. Like I hope it's gonna, this is going to be the pivotal moment. It's going to yeah. change my life. I've given up that fantasy <laughs> for every role, and now it's like I hope I meet people and work with people who I respect and admire and who I'm going to want to keep in my life forever. Yeah, and she's one of those people. She is. Love you, Lisa. We're Love giving you, you a shout out. So let's talk about the actor's cycle a little bit because. Okay. You could be working. You right. could be doing the same types of auditions. Right. I don't know if you coach anymore on your appointments or it's a lot of self-tapes which yep. we'll talk about. Because even if you get off a job, you're starting all over again. Yeah, for sure. So what do you do when you're working and then you're booking and then you're booking and then all of a sudden scrapes, crickets? What, um, what goes on? And it does happen for depressed. everybody. But it does happen, right? <laughs> it happens. But um, you, and you do get depressed, but you I have, totally, there's something that gets you out of that depression because you're still here. I, I don't, I don't, and I really don't know how or why. I'm not in therapy now. I haven't been in a very long time, and I need to be. <laughs> <laughs> I really She's do. She's just told everybody. I'm just, I, I need to be. I need to be, and I need to be on antidepressants. I need, this is, <laughs> no, this is the plan for 2020 you is to get so all that funny. in order. I was just discussing with a girlfriend. She's like, she said, mental health, health, your mental health should come first. And you're, well, yes, yes. Um, but so how do you psych yourself? Do you exercise? Do you just talk to yourself? Do you put it into your children? You just have an innate uh, feeling of faith. Sometimes I, f I feel like I fall into these, you can fall into like a, a spiral and I'm just going down, going down, and I cannot pull myself out. So how long is that spiral? This is true. It can here. last for a few weeks. It can mm. last for a couple of months. Wow. Um, and I always exercise anyway because that's just who but that I helps am. And it's part of like adrenaline. my instrument, right? Yes. I go on a good run and I, I can feel good about myself physically, but still feel like. But you don't give up, so it's I not as dark as you saying that it is. Because if it really was that dark, you would not be in it. So I, this is a little extreme. Trust me, I know. But you, you ask anyone who's very close to me. I, I've been saying for the last five years, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. Like You're this is so the last funny. pilot season. This is the last. Why do I do this to myself? <laughs> I don't know why I do it to myself because I you don't. love it and but you, I'm talking about clicks. how to get out of it I don't sometimes even when I'm really low 
and I go in for an audition and I don't end up booking it, if I have a moment in the audition where I'm like, shit, I'm good. Like, yeah, it's really nice to be like, oh, that's why I chose this. Like I connect and this is what I'm good at. Like this is what so I do. Something has to occur or just the inner realization that you just are, that's self-love. Yeah. Like you're like, you're inspired by it because you're good at it. Right. And you don't need anybody else's opinion, whether you're working or not. And that's what happens Sometimes, in the cycle. Yeah. Because, because if you're waiting for the people's opinion, I mean, this business will beat you up and like yeah. the rejection is real and it's, hard and yeah. it's um so the self so you have to you, you get out you get up and you, you do have it again to, you have and you to. always seem vivacious to me so you're good at covering i'm, I'm very good but actor do you think which we're going to segue <laughs> into so we didn't really cycle on the cycle you just you just get in it and then you get out of it there's nothing that really yeah, happens something 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 will just lift me it'll be some very random like i was in it for for, for a couple of weeks this earlier this month or the end of november and something just clicked on like last Tuesday, and I was like, "Oh, I'm out." And I was like, "How do you think I'm out of it?" And he's like, "Oh, good. <laughs> so, can you please see a therapist now so that we don't have to go through this?" Oh my again? god, that's so funny. So you so, are an example of an actor who actually gets really low. Yeah. Really oh, for low. sure, for sure. Yeah. And I don't. And do you think it's extension because you're so intellectual too? Because you're a writer, which I, we're going to talk about. Exactly. I never stop you, thinking. I yeah. overthink everything. Like, even on the drive over here, I'm thinking, I just think about, like, all the opportunities I had and what panned out and what didn't pan out and how much of it was luck and how much of it's, like, just fate or, you know, and how the stars align. And But everything happens the way it's supposed to happen to lead you. To, I so don't you know can't what. go backwards. You can't go backwards, you though. You can't go backwards. You, you, you have to be, and that's why about being present is about being grateful and being accepting right. of where you are and just keep doing what you love to do. Right. To me, I'm I'm doing this. Uh, I have this TV movie coming out on uh, this this holiday season on Bounce TV. It's a Christmas movie called Grayson's Family Christmas um, that premieres on December eighth, actually. And we uh, we did an event last night, the cast at this uh, awards festival, Trumpet Awards for Bounce TV. And the kids who play my kids are much older than my real kids, <laughs> for one, which is a whole other thing to talk about. Um, but part of it's like, you know, you envy them because they're so bright-eyed and bushy-tailed mm. and excited about all the things to yes. come. But I was talking to the, one of the girls, the actresses played my, plays my daughter, and she'd just gotten off the carpet, and I was hugging her, hello, and she's beautiful. She's gorgeous, and her skin is, you know, she just, she looks like she's Vibrant. 16. Yes. And, uh, She's shaking like leaf, and it's like, why are you shaking? She's like, I'm so nervous. I'm so sad. That's my first carpet ever. And I'm like, and I was like, oh, so sweetie. <laughs> but then I, I felt their excitement. It almost reminded me of like, I was talking to a friend about this yesterday. Like when you have kids and how you start to see the world through their eyes, it's like oh. everything is new. Like the first time they see wonderful an elephant at the zoo, yeah. and the first time you know, like all the Newness. little the fire trucks and the yeah. garbage truck, like all the little things, and I. And I was like, I felt her excitement, and I was like, I. It was almost like having a ch- a real child, like experiencing it's that. Beautiful. And I was like, oh, it's a beautiful moment. And I and I felt like so can, I'm so happy. I'm not bogged down in my own jaded yes. <laughs> life that I couldn't appreciate why, her excitement. That's why there's young that comes in. Not that we're yeah. old, but you know what I mean. You you're a little bit jaded from yeah because you already totally know jaded. the right. highs and the lows yes. that could be coming. But I'm gonna segue okay. because you're a brilliant writer. Okay, Thank I don't you. know if you guys have read her book. There's another one coming, yeah. <laughs> but um, it is called The Idea of You, and I read it, and I was obsessed about it, and 
I actually asked, called you yes. to see if I could have the rights, which I've never, ever asked anybody to have the rights oh. because I see the brilliance of this as in, in so filmatic much. form. And then you told me that Kathy Shulman... Yes, Kathy Shulman <laughs> has the rights. Is, she has the rights, and she's much more well-produced than <laughs> I am. And it's so funny because she produced Crash. Right, yes. And it's just six degrees of separation when I heard you tell me this because I had coached one of the stars of the movie Crash, Bahar Sumac, many, many years ago so, it's, so I still feel yes. like I have the rights to your See, book there you because go. it's just all but this book is so entertaining and heart-wrenching and you just drop into the world so clearly oh, and I just thank you. it just and you know I've been raving about it and I, yes, and that, I just I really appreciate I that. was in and I highly recommend that everybody get it. The oh, idea of you, Amazon, you where so else, anybody, where? Anywhere, Barnes & Noble, your local independent bookshop. So um, what's happening with this book, and how did this book come along? So, so when you talk about, like, how do I pull myself out of things forever, writing has been my, my go-to. Mm. Like, I've kept a journal since I was, like, in third grade. And I did very religiously for many years, and it's kind of petered off, but... I just love to write, and it makes mm. me happy. Ah, there you go. And so that was the thing I did. And it's very um, fulfilling, because I feel like acting, so much of it, you're waiting for an opportunity to do what you want mm -hmm. to do. And I feel like writing, you just, like, everyone can say, like, no to you, whatever. <laughs> you can sit down at your laptop or with your journal in your hand at the beginning of the day and have something to show for it at the end of the day and be like, this is what I created today. Oh, and no one said, you can't, you're not good enough, you're not tall enough, you're too old, you're too young, you're too dark, you're not pretty, whatever. Like, look what I can do. Yeah. And that to me is the most fulfilling, fulfilling and rewarding thing ever. It hasn't been so much since I've published the book because I have all this expectation now and weight of being a published author. And, um, oh, but don't you feel so proud? It's I, so At incredible. moments I do, but mostly it's like it's frustration and fear. It's Why? anxiety. Like, what if I can't do it again? What if I don't have a great story again? Like, what but if what I, about this great story that's now? That's going to be made into a movie. I know, I know. But I Jeez. Feel like, yeah. You need therapy. I do. <laughs> I need therapy. It's such a great book, Thank and you should you be so incredibly much. proud about Thank it. You. And it's just, and I think that maybe being an actor has allowed you to drop and create, drop in and create these wonderful characters. Yeah, which such vivid, layered sure. life. And I feel like so much of acting has has informed my writing too. Like my dialogue, I feel very proud of. And like, just the writing, like there's there's. A rhythm to it. like there's meter and that's like from studying Shakespeare and for like in and mammoth and whatever. Story, but how did you like, come up with the story? And can we briefly say what the story is? Yeah, the story is about uh, this woman, Celine Marchand. She's a 39 year old, sophisticated art dealer based here in Los Angeles. She's divorced. She has a 12 year old daughter. The daughter is obsessed with this British boy band, and Celine takes the daughter Isabel to a concert and meet and greet with the band, and one of the guys in the band falls for Celine. The same and one that your daughter likes. The same one my daughter likes. And that's my daughter. We'll sorry, her daughter likes. Yeah, yeah. Um, her daughter, and he's not a, your daughter. No, <laughs> the character's yes. daughter. And he is half her age. He's twenty. And they. And then you go on a journey. They go on a journey together. It's so incredible. Please get this book. Please get this book. The idea of you. The, the idea, idea of, you. of you. It's amazing. Oh, you're. Very I'm super kind. proud. I'm not kidding. Thank I you. was just. And then you signed it, and guess what? I went to Spain on a vacation, and I <laughs> left it. So I need another book. So hopefully, book whoever has your Airbnb reads, you know, English, and we'll pick it up. And oh yes, they do, and I'm sure <laughs> they have. It's the incredible. Book. 
Okay, so I want to end this with giving three word, three sentences, three something, three points of inspiration for actors out there or writers who are out there that can keep them on track, that keep them on the right path, on the positive path, which I talk about right. in my book. Um, I think the first thing for me is to have something else that you do, have another hobby, something that feeds you artistically so that when you're focusing on your acting work, it can be all that, but you can let it go. You can let the business part of it go and find something else that feeds you creatively. Because to me, like that's what gets gotten me through the darkest mm. times. Mm. Um, and that could be anything. You could, you could write, you could paint, you could volunteer in a hospital, like something that like right. that just feeds you. Yes. Other than this business, because this business will beat you up, and you really need to find something that kind of feeds your soul mm-hmm. outside of it. Um, I think it's important to f- to keep focused on the work and not on the result. Mm. I think so many people come to this town wanting big things. Um, I certainly want big things, <laughs> but um, but I think the moments that I'm happiest are when I feel like I've done really, really good work and no one can take that away from you. And yes, it's great if it's actually captured on camera and someone mm-hmm. sees it, mm-hmm. but just kind of don't think about what's coming further on down the line. Like live in the present. Mm. Because I think so much of this is like, well, when this happens for me or when that happens for me, it's like you only have this moment now. That's all that's that's mm-hmm. guaranteed. Live in the present. Do your best work. And enjoy the process um and third thing of inspiration i i've always said if i mean if people are listening to this and they know you uh for me my best resources have come from my acting classes Mm. i've made the best connections with my coaches Mm. and with fellow actors Mm. and it's really important to have a community that knows what you're going through um, and can you can when you when you've lost your agent or your manager can you can call and be like have you got someone I can <laughs> yes. see but also community. so often I will get a project that I can't do or conflicts or for some reason or another something's going on and they and I will always have people to to name in in my absence yes I have like a girlfriend who's like my go-to is like I can't do it but my girlfriend can do it so and so and she's amazing you should look her up can I give you her contact information and it's worked out so often Um, so it's a give back it's a give back and then I think all writers I mean all writers all actors should in this day and age look into creating your own material and and if you're not the writer get a writer friend and find someone together and you can do it on your cell phone and if you're creating projects like that use your fellow actors I mean yes so I feel like it, be respectful of that community do your best to to um, I get grow it and, and keep those relationships and nurture it like my friends from acting class are some of my our dearest friends and yeah. they know what you've been through yes. like they know the journey they know the struggle they they're there to pull they you know up about when you're the work. down and they know about the work and it's also nice to speak and and code to them and they've been <laughs> through it all <laughs> thank like, you so much for coming so, in today it was such a pleasure to have you, you. you guys you 2020 is coming upon us it's going to be so incredible i really feel that i don't know maybe it's a number so. thing 2020 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, i don't no. know but i feel it so stay courteously aggressive and enjoy this episode let us know thank you.